Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Profundity Podcast. It's your girl Mad. And it's your girl Dej. And together we are Profundity Podcast. And if you don't know what profundity means, profundity means deep insight, great depth of knowledge, and expansion of thought. We are just two young black women out here interpreting and exploring the world as we see it, period. Okay. (laughs) Okay, y'all. So, welcome back to another episode. Yes. Thank you guys for tuning in to our last episode on sexuality. We hope you guys enjoyed that one. Yes. And if you're listening to this without listening to the other two, please go back and listen. (laughs) Yes. Catch us on SoundCloud. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, this week's social report is going to be about our nigga, (laughs) Bobby Schmurda. Bobby Schmurda. Getting released. Like, yeah. (laughs) I was so excited. I feel like... The black um, community. Yes, the black community was very excited. Yeah, not me. <laughs> Why? Not me. I mean, yeah, I was, I don't want to say excited. That's not the word for it. I was happy That's because he was super young when he went to jail. Like, how old was he? You don't even, like, you wasn't even a hot nigga. That's the problem. <laughs> He was not a hot nigga. True. I was at the party doing the smurda. True. Please, true. <laughs> well, I was excited. I was excited that he got out. I mean, I'm always very excited when somebody gets out of jail. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm definitely happy for him, of course. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm happy for his family and his friends. Right. And um, honestly, like, I'm just happy that, like, he has support and he came out, like, what the fuck, on a mm-hmm. private jet. I know, right? <laughs> Into a crib with money, getting right. his haircut for real. I'm like, yo, that's lit. Mm-hmm. So I was definitely happy for him on sure. that part. I seen something that said he wasn't going back to New York. I feel like a lot of niggas get out of jail, or maybe it's like a thing like people in the industry like they don't want to stay in their hometowns. What I mean, I mean that's kind of understandable. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like people hate on you if you stay in your hometown? Yeah, I do. Yeah, but that's why when I talked hating. about like. Um, watching Lil Durk's videos and I mm-hmm. always say like why is he like hanging out with them niggas and you say those are his niggas I'm like well, <laughs> yeah but it's like I don't know niggas are envious man and people right. hate and the jealous be there and I'm just right. like the jealousy right. is there so, so yeah I don't um, know I'm excited though I mean I hope he's gonna release me music it's been a minute like I mean it really is just hot niggas and Bobby bitch that's what I'm saying I know <laughs> that's what I'm saying I'm, yeah. I'm like I guess it's, I mean, but when you told me what you told me, that yeah. he um, took a case for his friend. Right. And I was like, okay, he got right. some respect. Right, of course. All and right. I mean, I mean, it was a minute ago, but I'm pretty sure he went to jail like at the peak. Was it at the peak? No, because I mean, hot niggas was the peak for me. And I think he went to jail like around Bobby bitch times. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. I don't know, y'all. That was, because I feel like Bobby bitch was when I was in college. So... And hot nigga was before that. Yeah. So I, I don't really like remember. School. Like maybe like my freshman year. I feel like time at this point has just all ran together. Yeah. And it's been one long ass year for eight years. <laughs> like that's literally how I feel. Like, yeah. but yeah. So, I mean, I'm excited for some music though. Cause yeah, I want to see what he's going to come out with. Because mm-hmm. honestly. <laughs> what mm-hmm. you don't know what to expect i do not i do not because he only had two songs that i, I know, know of only two songs that, that i know crazy. of yeah. so i'm like are you really a good rapper like i mean hot niggas I mean, is legendary like i feel it like is. it definitely is what 
Like, hot niggas is legendary. I was about to start rapping, but I'm not going to do it. I was like, too. I swear. Like, yeah, I was trying to figure out which part of the song I wanted to come in at. It was like, no, I ain't going to do it. But, yeah. So, I don't know. I seen um an article online, and they were asking, like, did they, do we think he's going to um try to, like, fit in with the new, like, New York drill rap sound, or if he's going to, like, stick to his sound? But, like, what is his sound for real? You know what I, I mean? don't know. It's been fucking eight years. I know. Right? Who knows, man? Who knows? I can't really imagine Bobby Smurda with no drill shit. Like I can't. I can't see it. Um, He's not giving me dr- drill vibes. I mean, mm. I mean, I don't know. I, don't I think it. like I think he might put a little twist on it. I think he could do it. Honestly, I think he could do it. But like that whole like pop smoke type. I'm <laughs> not really with it. Yeah. I'm not really for it. But yeah, if it's still like Bobby. With the mix of that little, whatever yeah. the fuck that sound like is. Like video, that's how, like, you know what I mean? Then, yeah, then I could, I could see it work. I could see it working. Yeah. But, I don't know. I'm excited. Free all my niggas out there, yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> and, yeah, like, mm. so, yeah. yeah. So, He's I mean. Cool. <laughs> He's out. So, speaking free of, Melly. right, free <laughs> Melly. How would I, for, how could I yeah, ever, wow. how could great. I ever forget, like, on my life, free Melly. <laughs> free Melly. Yeah. That's it. Free Melly. Yeah. So it's backwards. <laughs> so, speaking of freeing all of our niggas. <laughs> I ain't got no niggas to free. Real niggas. I mean, I don't. I mean, they wouldn't necessarily be my niggas at this point. But. Absolutely. Niggas, free all my black men <laughs> out the. Yeah, I'm saying. Period. Medicine. Stop with the bullshit, bro. Some of them. Some. We'll get into that. <laughs> so. Okay, so this week's episode, we will be talking about prison reform, the death pencil penalty, yes, um, the justice. System. I have my what are these called? Air, Air quotes, quotes up, yeah. The justice system and yeah. jail, you know all that. Just jail, yeah. yeah. Everything that encompasses jail and prison. So yeah, because I mean that affects black people tremendously. It really does. So I mean people in general, but black people at a people, way yeah. higher rate. Yeah, brown people color. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, like so. Let's start it like this. <laughs> so, the death penalty. Mm, okay, let's start it like: Is the death penalty unethical? <sighs> is the death penalty ethical? We'll we'll say it like that. Is it ethical? Mm, that's a good question. That's a good question. Yeah, um, like, what? Please answer. Yeah, no, 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 no. I think it is not. I think it's not. Honestly, you think it's not think, what? It's I not ethical, it's not ethical, right? Yes. Yeah, right. I think it's not ethical. And the reason being is because who are you to decide, like, how can you convict someone of a murder mm-hmm. and then go and kill them exactly so it's like contradictory as fuck yes very mm-hmm. very so who are you to be god right like <laughs> who said that yeah so that's my biggest thing right and I, it's like to me it's like that's a free pass that's an easy pass i yeah. mean my god i mean you killed the man so now he's just his soul is free and out there i mean mm-hmm. who knows about the afterlife and that's a whole other story right but besides that it's like is that really a pun is that really a punishment mm-hmm. i don't really consider the death penalty a punishment i definitely feel like it's unethical for sure i feel like it 
clearly violates the constitution of cruel and unusual punishment like Mm -hmm. how is any of the forms of execution not Mm -hmm. cruel and unusual like yeah i think the cruel part is taken out as far as like like the modern death penalty like death penalty when you have like a lethal injection but Mm -hmm. it doesn't doesn't hurt you you just right you know yeah. die mm-hmm. so i think that's where like the cruelty is like uh sticking out but in a sense it's just like who are you to say that this man should die because he killed someone else or did some horrific crime yeah like it's it's i don't know it's it's another thing that once again is very bizarre to me mm-hmm. like it's definitely on yeah like you're not god you shouldn't be playing god but just the the whole setup of it and everything mm-hmm. like giving him the last meal the whole shit is strange yeah. Like in the five, um, the five types of execution is lethal injection, which is the most widely used, mm-hmm. electrocution, lethal gas, firing squad, really, and hanging, y'all. Okay, so when I Wait, say oh, hanging, I thought it was just um, lethal injection. No, these are the five types. Well, excuse me, then. Yeah, that is cruel. Right, very <laughs> unusual. Excuse me. And unusual punishment. Absolutely. So. Um, the three states that still do a firing squad is Mississippi, Oklahoma, and Utah. And the two states that still do hangings mm. is New Hampshire and Washington. Wow. And I read another article that was talking about how um, the death penalty directly related to lynching. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, hanging, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then... And then why are being convicted of these crimes? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So I mean, just to even know, yeah, that they have those types of firing squad. Yeah, that's. (laughs) You got like however many niggas just blasting Mm -hmm. them. Like how bizarre and like what? Mm -hmm. Like and how could you honestly want to even do something like that? Yeah, like twenty twenty one. I think we. I thought we got past that. I mean, mm -hmm. lethal injection. I mean, it's still. I mean, it's still, I guess it's cruel in a sense, but to me, there's no harm. Like, I mean, obviously they're dying, so yeah. there's harm done, but it, there's no physical pain. But to see it like that from the other three, that that's cruel. Yeah, definitely cruel. Yeah. Um, and then the death penalty is really expensive, like going through trials. And then like, it's just really, it's really expensive having to go through death penalty because it's the trials. Right. Yeah, it definitely... And it takes time. It's not like a one-year process. I mean, it takes years mm-hmm. for this to actually come into fruition. So, yeah, it's a it, long process. Right. And obviously, black people aren't giving the adequate representation as far as lawyers mm-hmm. um, when it comes to death penalty sentencing. Like, you know what I mean? So we're automatically have the mm-hmm. smaller end of the stick there. But, yeah... I don't know. I just feel like the death penalty is, it's just, it's very cruel and unusual to me. Like, it just, it makes mm-hmm. no sense. I can't believe that we, that it still even exists. It's, it it's, is, very, it's very dated. outdated. Like, it's given, mm-hmm. what's it called back when they used to do, like, you know what I'm talking about? Crucifying? No, <laughs> not, <laughs> not crucifying. I don't know. Like, back in the day, I can't, the, the time frame's not coming to my head. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. I think the real question is, it's really not do they deserve to die from a crime, but it's do we deserve to kill? Like, it's just very contradictory to mm-hmm. like... It is. It's a very contradictory message to give society. And is it really deterring people from 
committing crime? No, I don't yeah, believe that it they, is. And then they talk about like the actual the victims, like the the family members, friends and stuff like that. Honestly, like having to go through trial is just reoccurring the process, mm-hmm. reoccurring the trauma. So like no one's really benefiting from that. Right. Because it's just the occurrence is just too long. Mm-hmm. Definitely like having to be there for that. And um justice is not I feel like justice is served to an extent because, I mean, you just gave him a free pass. To me, to me right. it's a free pass. So justice is served because you caught the guy and he's no longer on the streets. Yeah. Um, but, oh, but um, other than that, I mean, yeah, I just don't think the justice has really been served from that. Yeah. And you have to think about wrongful convictions. Like, mm-hmm. you can't. For sure. For so sure many people. That. Yeah. So you can't. You can't get that back. There's no coming mm-hmm. back from that. Like, and you made that decision and you were wrong. And now mm-hmm. this person is gone forever. Exactly. And you have to tell their families that you wrongfully convicted and they're gone. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... It happens all the time. Yeah, lot, like... Actually. This wrongful um, convictions, period. People who are getting life sentences, 20-year um, sentences, 30 years, that's a life sentence to me. Right, no, for I sure. Mean, and they're wrongly convicted. And then they find out years later that they didn't convict the crime. Like, I mean, it's... It's honestly sad. Right. It's very sad. Yeah. And people What was that Netflix series? Um Yeah, the series. Oh, Jesus. I don't know what's wrong with my memory today. But I know what you're talking about. I seen it. Man. Yeah, that was a that was a good um that's a good example of one. Yeah. But like four of them? The four or five of them. Oh, the exonerated five. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was oh that. I thought you were talking about a different um Mm -hmm. um something about prison reform. But yeah, yeah, that was yeah. That's a great example. It was five of them. And was it were... exonerated five or four? We're gonna fact check that. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's a great example of um, being wrongly convicted of a murder, right? Or a crime, not even a murder, but a crime of a sexual assault and rape. So it's just like it, it's horrific and it destroys lives, it destroys families, and then these are children at that who are being child child as adults and then once you try a child as an adult you want to put them in solitary confinement because you don't want them to um, be harmed you want to protect them Mm -hmm. but that's not necessarily the case because they go mentally crazy right they go crazy and it was the exonerated five okay but yeah and i mean as far as like the death penalty goes um Black people, people of color in general, are more likely to be sentenced to the death penalty and executed if the victim is white. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's something I learned in my crim classes. Mm-hmm. Like, d- if the victim is white, the punishment is going to be way, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Compared to what it would be if it mm-hmm. was a black victim. And that alone, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? It's something to look at. And, like, this is, is facts. Like, these are, like, stats. <laughs> to me, it's like looking at one, like looking at black people as what, a half or a third of a person? Exactly. So it's it's like, what does that mean? So since the person was white, mm-hmm. <laughs> their life is, is, is more important than someone who's black? I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So white lives are just held to a higher... Uh, Way higher standard. Yes. Yeah, and I just feel like obviously we know like the justicism was not, it wasn't created for us and mm-hmm. we're definitely guilty and pro- until proven innocent mm-hmm. like you know what i mean so yeah yeah um i was gonna say something too it's just uh i don't know what i want to say 
Yeah, I don't know. They talked a lot about that in my cream classes, though, as far as like the actual stats of like who's mm-hmm. like what sentences are being given to what groups of people. Like, yeah, that's what I was, that was what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. So when we look at that, it's like, so what's actual justice then? Like, exactly. what is and the who definition? is justice for? Yes, because I'm right. like, if it varies depending on the the person, the color of the person, let's say, then what's actually justice? Mm-hmm. What are we really doing here? I mean, right. it varies from different state to state, different, 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 excuse me, different states have different laws, especially when it comes to convicting people. So it's like, why there should just be a common ground here? It's even. It's just mm-hmm. like, if you kill someone, you deserve to get this life. Or yeah, this right. Years. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, but I mean, they do have like certain circumstances, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? But I don't, I don't know. I don't know. My my criminal background education is fading from my memory, but mm-hmm. you know, like first degree murder, like that's mm-hmm. where there's you intentionally did it. It was mm-hmm. premeditated, all that. Like you planned it out, all that. Those those are like the different mm-hmm. requirements. The second and shit. degree, third degree. Yeah. yeah, but like, I don't know, bro. Like, I mean, I do know. <laughs> I know that the death penalty is unethical mm-hmm. as fuck. It just it is. it's barbaric. It's strange. It it doesn't. And it, it like you said, serve a purpose exactly. It's and just, like you said, it's way more costly. Like it costs way more costs to execute somebody rather than to keep them in prison for life. Yeah. And if you're so for saving money, then exactly my tax what would be the reason for that? My tax money, right? So what would be the reason for that? It's just, I guess, a sense of like, I feel power. like it's vengeance. Vengeance. Okay. Definitely power. Vengeance. I've definitely watched a few documentaries about, like, the people who actually execute people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're off psychologically. Mm-hmm. How could you not be? You're definitely desensitized as fuck <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Like, you're giving people their last meal. Like, have you ever thought about that, though? Like, seriously. Mm-hmm. Like. I haven't, actually. Yeah, like, they literally let them pick their last meal and then they get, then they die. Mm-hmm. Like, not by natural causes, not by you know, circumstances, things that happen, because that was their punishment was to die, to get killed. Like that just, yeah. And that was briefly skimmed over in my crim classes. I mean, like that was the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, is the death? And that was it. Like they didn't even go into like, you know, that was probably one semester of that. Like, yeah, I had an English class and that was one of the topics was, are you for the death penalty or not? Or I think it was my topic. I don't we pick topics. Mm-hmm. It might have been mine. Um, but yeah, definitely was not for it. It's just. Mm-hmm. Yep. And 75, 75% of executions for murder were in cases with white victims. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, that says enough. Mm-hmm. like you know so I don't know so I mean that can kind of lead us into prison reform because that's mm-hmm. definitely something that needs to be looked at for sure <laughs> like well I mean we know our president our former president he signed a bill for prison reform so that's Ooh. a step President Trump, Trump. Yeah. oh did he he did it's a step man it's, it's something I wonder what was all included in that in that I'm not sure yeah I don't know my personal opinion is just that I feel like we need to focus more on rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're truly... If the prison systems are truly in place to lower, like, recidivism rates, mm-hmm. then there needs to be rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. If you truly were focused on keeping people out of the 
prison mm-hmm. system, you wouldn't make it so hard to succeed mm-hmm. when you get out. It's so hard to even you, you are we already know. It's hard to get a job, it's hard to get somewhere to live, it's hard to get a driver's license, it's hard to do anything with a felony. So is yeah, it really it about them not coming back or is it a trap? See, that's the thing right there. We don't want to necessarily look at it as a trap because it's like, like you said, it's unethical. No, but, I mean the prison in general. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We don't want to look at it, look at it as a trap because it's unethical. And we actually, I mean, to me, it's unethical. But when you think about it, it, it is a trap because then again, it's like you ha- you release his felony out into the world. He's a felon. She's a felon. He's a felon and a felon so forth mm-hmm. and then they have no source of how to get income exactly. so their means are going to be selling right. drugs mm-hmm. or prostituting or yeah. whatever they're doing and if they can get, get a job they're not getting illegal. nothing that's a livable wage exactly and then when they're on probation or parole you want them to check in every two minutes can't leave the house do audit and if you're a minute late or anything or miss anything you're back in jail exactly i'm a human who knows what can happen like mm-hmm. come on like what is it really about you're not giving them none of the you know what I mean? Resources they really need to be successful when they get out and reintegrate back into society. Like you're not, you're not doing that. So what really is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like what is the true meaning? Whatever. I mean, of course it's to give people a punishment. Mm-hmm. I just feel like slavery wasn't abolished. Mm-hmm. It was redesigned into mass incarceration. Yeah. And that was the book that I read. Yeah, 13th Amendment. Yeah. And then, like, 5 million people that are, um, you know, damn, I just said said the word. 5 million people who are um, felons Mm -hmm. are unemployed. Right. And then, like, the unemployment rate for them is 27%. That's extremely high. That's really high. So, it's just, like, I don't know what people expect these people to do. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, there are opportunities or jobs or trades, um, schools that they can go to. But in a sense, they make it so hard for them. And then again, it's like when you are looked at as a, as a felon, then all, like all the odds are against you, right? For one, and then you don't have any support for two. And then it's like, what is going to motivate them to want to actually do better with themselves and when this, they're classified as right. a statistic and they're seen as a criminal, right? And they're going to they always be looked yeah, and they at can't like even that. Vote. I mean, like exactly. That. <laughs> How do we forget voting? Like, they can't even vote. vote. And then that's, like, a human right. That's a human right. I mean, so it's, like, that is part... That's definitely something to talk about. Yeah, so that's, like, a part of your human identity if you want to say voting. To be a part of this society, yeah. Yeah, so when you have that, it's, like, you feel like an outcaster. You really do. And then it's just... And then, again, it's, like, you have to train the mind. That You have to train those minds. It's not that easy. I mean, look at the people who do these things. These are people who've been living on the streets for, I mean, for their... For their entire life, literally. Right. So, I mean, for them to go to jail, okay, they went to jail, they did their time, then to get back out there, it's a whole new world. It's a different world out here, man. Time to change, things change. I mean, it's not that easy for them. And then they still have that hustle mindset. And then again, exactly. it's like getting money, getting quick money versus waiting two weeks. Exactly. Or how getting a job you, at McDonald's. Like, how can you with switch your brain like that? I exactly. Mean, and, we, and my whole thing when it comes to, like, rehabilitation is... Mm-hmm. think about why people commit the crimes that they do. Mm-hmm. And this was my naive fault for thinking that I could get a degree in criminology mm-hmm. and think that I could actually try to help 
mm-hmm. criminals. And I'm sure there are programs out there and I'm sure there's things out there, mm-hmm. but that's way more on the sociology side of things. But mm-hmm. I felt like for me to help, I needed to know the ins and outs of exactly how this system works. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I just feel like we don't, we don't give them the resources that they, they need. really, really need. Exactly. Like, and then we're making so much money off of them, especially like big corporate companies. They make so much money off of them. So they're making billions. So it's for one, it's like you're not even like upkeeping the facilities that they live in. I mean, people are dying from infections, mm-hmm. fungus, I mean, diseases. I mean, it's, it's, and you're not treating them properly. So, I mean, you're not even taking that in consideration. And that's part of prison reform. Right. I just so feel like it's, it's like, what the fuck? Why do we even have the term prison reform? Exactly. We're not using it. Right. Well, I mean, that's what we're rooting for. We're rooting for prison reform. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I don't feel like the government's idea of reform is what reform really is. Like it's, it's, it's way deeper than that. Like we need to think think about, mm -hmm. Oh, that's what I was saying. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I went off on a tangent, Mm -hmm. but I was saying like, we need to think about why people commit the crime that they commit. Mm -hmm. Like there are reasons why people turn to certain things. Like people of color in general have, they don't have the same access to resources. So obviously we're going to look different directions when it comes to making money, to figuring things out. We, you know what I mean? That's Mm -hmm. just that's just is how it is sometimes. No, it is. So we have to take that into consideration. We have to take mental health into consideration when mm-hmm. we're sentencing people. Mm-hmm. Like we have to. And that's, and that's, like you said, mental health in consideration, just period. I mean, how do you expect someone who has been incarcerated for years going through the shit that happens in jail? People are raped. People are pimped. People are abused. People are killed. I mean, it's a literally a zoo in there mm-hmm. with a bunch of people in there. I don't want to call my people animals, but I mean, what the, you put them in cages. That's right. you put an animal in a cage. So, well, a cell, but you know what I mean. They have bars. Yeah, no, but, they are um, very much so being treated like animals for sure. So when you do that. I mean, think of the mental mindset of those individuals, and then the place them out into the world. Like this, where there's people driving around, living their life, mm-hmm. doing what they want to do. How exactly. do you really think they're going to just, oh, hello, we're on a year. I'm ready to no, that insti- get a fucking job. That like- insti- institutionalized shit is very, very true. Like, I didn't see niggas come out of jail and be on some shit. Like, yeah. this is a whole different reality. To, like, this is some yeah. other shit. And like, some people want to stay in jail because they can't. E- they can't. I, it's easier. Yeah, they just like, can't, they can't miss. I don't want to say it's easier, but as far as like not having to worry about what you're going to do that mm, day, yes. like the you don't got to pay no bills, my nigga, like, you know what I mean? Like, so then people look at you as like, oh, I don't want to be around that person. Like, that's a felon. Like, he's a criminal. Yeah, like what? Associated, you know like, how many mm-hmm. niggas I know that would be felons who just didn't get caught yet? Like, what the fuck? Like, we all mm-hmm. do shit. I'm pretty sure the average American has broke the law. Whether you done yeah. stole a piece of gum <laughs> or something, you done broke the law. You done yeah. did something. You done drunk yeah. and drive because I done seen a lot of y'all bent. Yeah. Drinking and driving. Yeah. But they're, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. And then it's, honestly, it's, it's surprising that, like, black women are actually the ones who are unemployed um, the most. I mean, we have our black and Hispanics, mm-hmm. but black women are definitely the ones who are unemployed the most. Right. They actually say 14% of white men are unemployed, and then 37% of black women are unemployed. Mm-hmm. That's a tremendous difference. That's a huge difference. Right. Um, and, and it's sad. It's definitely sad to say. 
Definitely. I just feel like there needs to be more organizations. Like, I used to want to have, like, a reintegration, like, mm-hmm. program, like, for people who get out of jail. Like, help them, like, with their resumes, good jobs. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's necessary. Like, certifications, like, all it's that are necessary. just somebody to talk to. Like, just, just you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. even just mindful activity. Like, I feel like stuff like that in prisons would be amazing. Like, there's been mm-hmm. studies of how yoga and stuff in prisons, correctional facilities, juvenile detention centers, like, mm-hmm. really help. Mm-hmm. help yeah because they're human beings <laughs> right like, <laughs> like they're still human beings exactly. like yeah, they might have done horrendous crimes and some have not right and some, some have, have not. not so you have to think about that they're still human beings right yes. and you have to treat them like they're human beings and mm-hmm. just to throw them in there and just say oh well you know we don't give a fuck then yeah i mean what do you expect you caught you're causing a problem you're literally literally the cause of the problem you know how else they cause the problem i want to go back to slavery but it's like no, you but are you the know cause can, of it but you know what we can go back to what the crack epidemic yes yes like, <laughs> yes how do you think like oh oh don't even get oh my god like yes. that's yes. a huge thing and most people don't even know that our fucking former president mm-hmm. our former president mm-hmm. ronald reagan right purposely implemented drugs right. into the black community watch so snowfall can... y'all i mean if y'all watch snowfall y'all know that i, I mean, really i, I feel like the average person that. the average person knows that i feel like really about the so. about them dropping drugs into California and shit, yeah, and like the average person, Rick Ross, like the actual Rick Ross, yeah, like I mean, I'm not gonna say the average person, but oh, if you I a nigga, know. you should know the fuck. I don't know, I, maybe, maybe I don't know. I didn't know until I got into college, so oh well, and that's me. But just to know that they tried to genocide a whole race. Um, which led into a whole bigger ordeal. Now you have black people dying, white people dying, Hispanics, mm-hmm. all different types of people dying. And then you want to blame black people for selling this shit. And then furthermore, right. when... Oh, did um, you know Did you know Barack um, reduced the disparity between the, um, the crack and cocaine um, ratio? He did? I didn't know that. I Apparently know August 3rd, 2010, I didn't know. And that was a big deal too. That was a huge big deal with the Bill Clinton thing. Right. Having, I think it was it. Oh, it was a a hundred to one ratio. Yes. And this is like black people sold crack. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Crack was cheap as hell. Yes. And coke was expensive as fuck. If blacks were seen or are caught with cocaine, they were at a higher sense. Crack. Crack. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then, um, the people who were whites, yeah, yeah. snoring crack. The co- I mean the coke, yeah. The coke was like a rich man's drug, yeah. And the crack was like poor, and the crack baby epidemic, all that, like yeah, yeah. That was rampant in the eighties, like that very, fucked up mad generations, very, like what yes. the fuck, like Petty crime bills, yes. yeah. And that was that really, really. So there's a lot of like disparities in our justice, quote unquote, system. Like mm-hmm. there is no justice, and if there is justice, the shit ain't for us, like. The justice is not for mm-hmm. us. Like, it's not. Like, then look at like the opioid addiction. When you look at the opioid Yo, my opioid dad always addiction. brings that up. Like, why doesn't nobody talk about this? Like, no, because it's for real, though. It's like, you're. But you're they're blaming... not talking about the white people don't talk about the opioid epide- epidemic, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or what do they want to call it? Crisis? I, yes. The mm-hmm. opioid crisis. So now mm-hmm. we now it's a crisis. <laughs> it wasn't a crack crisis. Exactly. You get what but, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, come on, bro. No, I, it's ironic, though. It's very ironic because when you look at the opioid um, crisis and you see a lot of people who are addicted to opioids and then they have to um, 
go out and get um crack cocaine because it's a supplement look at the medical industry you're not allowing people or you're not giving people treatment to wean them off of this um drug right. or if they're still in pain you're not giving them the, i the, think it's the methadone medi- the, the um the medication so now yeah. they're addicted to it so now yeah the methadone yeah seek mm-hmm. other means to get that high and then when and then a parent supposedly air quotes so supposedly air quotes black people are the ones who who are distributing it to them right but then again it's like well help niggas no out them there. doctors 80 percent are 80%, distributing it to them 80 percent that's a big percent. exactly 80 percent of people are addicted to opioids yeah right so i mean that's that's maybe an issue. Fix the healthcare yeah. Maybe people wouldn't be out here having to sell that shit. Exactly. But that those are doctors, and that's what's mind-boggling. Like those are doctors prescribing strong ass drugs to people with you know. And I understand they need the drug. They're injured. You know what I'm saying? But I've seen a lot of people who got addicted to these drugs from that, like regular yes. shit. So my it thing is all the time. It, it's it, but y'all put our shit. Y'all literally, the government conspired, came together, and put drugs in our communities to fuck up, to fuck us up. The genocide, yeah, yeah. Yes. After we were doing great, we were flourishing. Yes. Before the we were flourishing. Like yes. Just, after that crack epidemic, it was, it was, it was done. It was completely just they, shit. They did the job. Right. I mean, it, it was a wrap. It was a wrap, and now we're still suffering from that to this day. And then we're looked at as a problem. And that's the problem. You can't look at racist ideas come from racist policies. So you have to look at racist policies. Exactly. Look at the racist policies. Yes. And then maybe your idea of race would be different. Right. Because you can't, this, this doesn't work that way. It's not the individual person's fault. I mean, to some degree, yeah, but not all the time. Look at systemic racism. Right. We have systemic racism. So people now can't get jobs because of, of a hair texture. Because my have because my, my of my black identity, mm-hmm. I'm more. I might not get a job because of my black identity, or have to change that shit. Right. Like you know they I mean? just it's, constantly, they constantly put, and that's what that's what blows me off. I mean that that's what pisses me off and blows my mind when people try to say, oh, it doesn't affect me racism. Okay, it it, you might not see it in your it face, does. but systemically, my nigga, like let me get on your level. It's affecting the shit out of you. Like, you just mm-hmm. don't... You know what I mean? You feel like if somebody's not calling you a nigger, you don't... Oh, you're no. not being... You know no, what I mean? Definitely being affected by yeah, it. Yeah, like, that shit blows my mind. Definitely being affected by it. You could just see it. Look at... A good example is the Capital versus Black Lives Matter movement. Look yes. at that. That That's... If, oh, my God. If, if you no one don't, believes in racism or no one believes in look, white privilege, then please look at this. That's a good example. Definitely. Of systemic racism and how <laughs> yeah. racist this uh, country is. Right. For sure. So we can't talk about wrongful executions and not talk about um, George Stinney. Yeah. Stiney. I don't know how to pronounce it. My apologies. Mm-hmm. But he was 14 years old. Yes. And he was executed. Do you know what he was ex- executed for? Yeah. Was it, it was a white killing, girl? Yeah. Killing a, um, a young white girl. She's a child. She might have been like 14 or something like that. Okay. Fifteen. Yeah. So when that was decided, there were seventy-one people. There were when Roper was decided, there were seventy-one people on death row for juvenile crimes. Two thirds were people of color, and more than two thirds of the victims were white. So that just also goes to show, like, mm-hmm. when there's a white victim, that takes the <laughs> mm-hmm. 
the number of people on death row to a way extreme. to the extreme. extreme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I honestly feel like that's when it is given majority of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, that shit's crazy. This whole case is crazy. Yeah. Like, said. wild. Yeah, 14. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? And then to find out that it wasn't even him? Yeah, so this says... Because he lived by where her body was dumped. Who the... Does that does that make sense to you? Does, Would a do murderer yeah. dump a body next to where they live? <laughs> right. So this was... And he's okay. 14. How could he mm-hmm. have done that? Yeah. So this says three years after Atkins, the court applied the same reasoning in Roper versus Simmons. And that's... Yeah. So mm-hmm. to bar the execution of children before juvenile offenders cannot... Who wrote this? Like, what is this? Who wrote this? Mm-hmm. Pretty much, it's the the case that made the law that juvenile offenders cannot be, you know, executed. Mm-hmm. But why were they ever executed? You know what I mean? Like that's just it's crazy racism. But yeah, look at Khalid uh, Browder. Oh yeah, uh, Browder, Khalid Browder. It's he Khalid. Was... Um, I wrote it down. Browder. Browder. Yeah. yeah, so... Solitary I mean, confinement, yeah. Let's talk about solitary for confinement. For days. Mm-hmm. For a book... A, a book bag. Oh, my God, yes. A book bag? Three a years. Book bag that he didn't even take. Three years. 400 days of solitary In confinement. In Rikers. In Rikers. No the worst tr- prison ever. Yes, no trial, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that story, like, that honestly... A book bag? That's one of the... committed suicide. That's Who one wins? of the documentaries that I can't, like, rewatch. Like, you know how mm-hmm. there's something you can only watch one time? Mm-hmm. Like, that story is something that I can only watch one time. Like, that shit fucked me up so bad. Because I just genuinely feel in my heart of hearts that if he would have never been in solitary confinement for mm-hmm. that fucking long, that he would have oh, never God. killed himself when he got out. A lot of kids who are convicted of murder... Children, that eighteen year old. I mean, to me, eighteen year old, you're you're an adult, but to me, you're still a kid. But children who are under the age of eighteen, a lot of them are going to jail for adult sentences, and then not even that, they're put in solitary confinement because for for protection, it's exactly. not protecting them, right? And they're going literally insane. Speaking of children, like getting involved in the system, can we please hashtag school to prison pipeline, please? Mm-hmm. Like. This is something that needs to be spoken about way more. Like these school resource officers, which is pretty mm-hmm. much cops in school. Mm-hmm. And people are, are children, excuse me, <laughs> are being thrown in the prison system for school shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, throwing a pencil type shit. I mean, regular high school shit. And these children who are mostly of color, of course, inner city high schools. And even middle schools at this point. Excuse me. That's sad. Yeah, like that's definitely that's something. Ridiculous. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. I can't fathom it. That's what. Because no, but it it's doesn't true. Make sense. Yeah, like, it, but it definitely goes on. Like, mad schools have school resource officers. Like, almost every inner city school has cops at this point. Like, it's mm-hmm. definitely something that affects black children mm-hmm. tremendously. And mm-hmm. nobody realizes the connection as far as like bad behavior in school and how that relates to being in the prison system. But that's regular teenage shit. Mm-hmm. Like I got in a fight in high school. God forbid I, if I would have went to jail behind that shit. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't make I'm a kid. Mm-hmm. Like that's come on. Like 
It happens. Yeah, it like happens. Yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah, I don't agree. Obviously, I don't agree with that. Um, because to me, it's, it's it's too extreme. It's too extreme, and then. For one, they're children, and two, their brains haven't fully developed yet. Exactly. So they're really impulsive. For mm-hmm. one, they don't really they don't have the, the the means, the connections to actually rationally think their way through um situations like that. So that is going to have that's going to happen. But to actually put them in jail, it it's it's that's a crime. <laughs> that's a crime itself. Right. And then you look at you see the reasons why black young men and black young women don't like police officers because of this reason yeah they're being convicted for no reason and just the fact that like black children in general are always looked at as not children as like super predators or as oh some type my of... god her goofy ass <laughs> hillary clinton super that's another thing i learned in crim some type of like super predator some type of different formation of a human being of a ch- yes of a child some type of just <laughs> That rebirth of a child that became a super predator who were just so scary and so yeah it's just so crazy and that it just makes no sense right <laughs> yeah like yeah black children are not viewed as children like mm-hmm. even black girls they're not given the same sense of comfort and you know what i mean they're not looked at as children they're looked at grown-ass women like mm-hmm. as if they're not that shit is mm-hmm. so. I feel like that definitely plays a role in them getting involved in the prison system. Because mm-hmm. if you see him, little Johnny on the block, not even the block on the street, <laughs> riding his bike and he's kicking a something, a dog or something, you're not gonna take him to jail. Right. But if you see Day Day over there, Day Day, like he's <laughs> he's Day-Day. a goner. Yeah. Like not even right. to make light of it, but that's fact. Mm-hmm. For real, kids are. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I don't know. I feel like America's... I just feel like America's prison system just... It's fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) Then just look at, like, the big corporations. Like, major corporations are literally making billions of dollars off of free labor. It's not technically free labor, but, I mean, if you're making... 23 cents to an hour i mean to a dot to a 20 oh my god 23 cents to a dollar an hour god damn that's free labor at this point i mean it definitely oh yeah like that's definitely something that needs to be talked about yes yeah, why like are four, people <laughs> why are you oh my god Four hundred thousand private companies are profiting off of that is it is it it's one of them very very down south states they still have niggas out there picking cotton on my life they still have niggas Literally picking cotton and they got t-shirts sold in the prison goddamn shop that was picked by the um, prisoners. I read that shit somewhere. I swear to God. I'll look it up. I do not know that. Yeah. So like chain gang type shit. Yeah. But there are three main types of um, prison labor. So you have in-house work, you have the production of goods and sales, and you have um, work release programs. So we have people like Sprint, Verizon, Walmart, so forth. I mean, call you know, there's a cost of yes. farming, food services, Walmart. You know what I mean? Victoria's Secret, sales. You know, a, a lot of uh, stuff like that goes on, and and it's it's horrible because it's it's exploitation. It's literally right. exploitation. And then it's one thing to exploit those people, and then to not even pay them. You're not paying exactly. them. I mean, yeah. but I mean, 
that's how they make their money and it works for them and that's why they're not pushing hard enough for prison reform exactly because it's definitely it's too system. much money it's a and lot of money. it's jim crow just redesigned i'm telling you mm-hmm. mass incarceration like that was just slavery redesigned jim mm-hmm. crow redesigned another way to disadvantage our black population at an extremely high rate mm-hmm. all they did was put them niggas in jail Jail and no, seriously, jails and slavery damn near the same shit. You're not really a human. You're not. You don't have no human rights when you're in jail. You don't. You don't. Like you don't. You don't. And think of like just the woman, women who were in jail too. I think they said what eighty thousand eight eighty thousand women are sexually assaulted Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. prisons because there's seventy percent male guards. Right. I mean, a lot of abuse, rape goes on right yeah so i don't know all these things are just something that i feel like i'm not even trying to do this y'all but like yes black lives matter the movement matters as far as like you know the things that are happening in the streets with cops absolutely i am not minimizing that at all but these systemic and structural underlining things that have been going on for years and years that we just have been submitting to reparation like <laughs> reparation like we need to be coming correct with the fuck with the, with what is going on like for real like yeah. yeah like there's a book called the rich get richer and the poor get prison and it pretty much just talks about how our criminal justice system is biased against the poor from the beginning and the author pretty much is saying that before the process of arresting, trial, or any of that, the system is biased against the poor, which I completely agree. Like, white mm-hmm. collar crime is not treated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I understand, okay, but there's still, that's still, it's a, still a crime. Yeah, it's a crime. It's a like, crime. and you feel like because you're getting paid off, that that's just that's it. And I'm that's saying. justice. It's, it's, is that justice? <laughs> like, it's just the money. It's just greed. It's greed. Yeah. A lot of greed. Definitely a lot of greed. For sure. So. But. Yeah. So my two books for y'all. I forgot to give y'all a book on the last episode. Mm. I got two books for y'all. So. Mass Incarceration is the new Jim Crow. Which is really good. Um, And The Rich Get Richer. And The Poor Get Prison. And these are two books that pretty much just explain. What we're saying. (laughs) What we're Mm -hmm. getting at. Like. And the reasons why prison reform. Is extremely important. Like extremely, it's very important. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Help niggas get jobs, man. Help these niggas get jobs. Yeah, like allow them to actually. If it's Live about recidivism, which is what y'all said it was about, y'all right. said it was about keeping people out of here, right? Y'all want them to come here and hate it so but bad. Y'all don't go. Yeah, no, y'all want them. Y'all to making be... too much money off of it. Exactly. <laughs> Way too much money. You don't. Right. Like you want them to be swindled into this shit. You don't. But yeah, y'all. So. You got anything else you want to say, cousin? Mm, not really. Yeah. All right. So, for this week's Black Business shout out. Mm, yeah. So, my girl Cheyenne, she has her own boutique. It is Urban Days Boutique on Instagram. Hit her up. She sells glasses, purses. And mm-hmm. yeah, glasses and purses. It's an accessories uh, boutique. So yeah, so super fancy, y'all. super stylish. Yeah. So thank you for tuning in to another episode. 
Um, give us some ideas of what y'all want us to talk about. Like, because I mean, like, we have our idea of what we find very interesting. So, right. just give us some ideas of what you want to hear us talk about. Yeah, especially if you're an active listener and you listen. Yeah, let right. us know what you want to hear because, I mean, obviously you're our audience and <laughs> we want you to come yeah, back. So. Exactly. But don't be on no BS, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, be on no BS. But if it's something that you want us to discuss and talk about and you feel that right. it needs to be shared, then yeah, let us know. Yeah, definitely. And once and again, yeah, and, thank oh, y'all so much again. Yeah. <laughs> and please like leave reviews man we want to yeah. know like what you got there thinking how yeah, you feel because we see y'all because, listening but we just be yeah. like is it good y'all like it like, what right. the hell like I mean I mean we do get good reviews we do we do but I just want a little just like three more maybe three I mean I hearts, feel like I feel <laughs> pretty <laughs> I feel pretty confident in us yeah but I feel you I just want more feedback as far as like what they want us to talk about and mm-hmm. things. and But, I mean, I do want to hear people's opinions for sure. Like, that's the point. Like, I want to open the floor mm-hmm. for us black intellectuals exactly. then we, yeah. to talk about anything. Yes. And then like, we want you whatever. guys to engage in it. If you feel like, oh, Madison said something wrong or, oh, yeah, I agree right. with that. Here's what I have to say. Right. Tune in, man. That's right. called tuning Def- in. Definitely. Tune in Tune mindfully. In. And yes. be present with us as we have these discussions. Period. Yeah. So, yeah, as you know, you can follow me on Instagram at DejaMonet underscore. Oh, yeah. You can follow me at Madison Monroe. Well, Madison.Monroe. You always forget your Instagram. But follow us at Profundity.Podcast. You can find Madison's Instagram on the page. Um, All right. So, so yeah, follow us there and all that. Like, share, subscribe, listen, run them views up, period. Oh, and... We will absolutely be on Apple Podcasts soon. Very, very soon. If very not soon. if not this episode, our next episodes will be on Apple Podcasts. And also just let us know your favorite podcast platform. Like I, I have my favorite podcast. Platform? Apple, obviously. Yeah, that's and true. YouTube, because I like visuals. Oh, but like they have different like I think Spotify has podcasts. Like there's different Spotify. Yeah. Has Spotify. So that's let us know your favorite um podcast platform, but we will definitely be on Apple soon. We'll still be on SoundCloud and we'll definitely make sure we upload all of our old episodes onto Apple whenever we do do that. Thank you, sir. But, yeah, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. See y'all in two. Bye. <laughs> Bye.